What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Wednesday, everybody. January 26th, hump day, 2022. And welcome to season two, episode number 215 of the study session. I'm your host, Jeremy Ritz. Very excited that you're joining me here today as we continue our positional evaluations of your Pittsburgh Steelers. Today, we're taking a look at the running back position, one of the more stable positions on the team. But we'll talk through that evaluation, what that means in terms of any offseason movement and a specific back that they will be looking for this year. Can't wait to talk to you about that today. But as always, I'd like to start the show by expressing my gratitude to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, sharing with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. Would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways, commenting directly on the articles, dropping me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, and or giving me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Remember, every Saturday I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag in which you drive the content, your comments, your feedback, your questions basically make the show. So would love for you to be a part of that. And don't forget about the article, excuse me, not article, the other podcast that I do over on Jim Wexel's site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We record every Tuesday at the dark hour of 5 a.m. and post between 6 and 6.30 a.m., would love for you to check that out. Jim is a GOAT, having covered the team since 1995. Super insightful, and you don't want to miss that production. So anyway, on the Still Study every day, I'm publishing an evaluation of each position. Today, it's running back. Tomorrow, it will be tight end. Friday, it will be wide receiver. Saturday, it will be the offensive line. Take a break Sunday, shift over to the defense on Monday. But basically, the purpose of doing these evaluations is to get an idea of what the team needs to do at these positions in terms of free agency and the draft. So today, we're taking a look at running back. And running back is one of the more stable positions for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a position of strength considering the emergence of Najee Harris. And the way I want to start talking about running back and talking about Najee, and this is something that I've spoken to several times on the show before, people underrate his performance this season. They talk about his breaking the rookie rushing record for the team and saying that, oh, well, it's not, it wasn't as good of a performance as Franco Harris. There's no comparison there. Yeah, I get it. But here's where I'd beg to differ. differ. Najee Harris ran for 1,200 yards behind what could have been the worst offensive line in Steelers history. How many times were you watching the season where as soon as Harris got the handoff, he was getting smacked in the backfield by a defender? And he still got back to you to the original line of scrimmage or picked up one or two yards. It happened all too frequently. People forget about that. People also forget about the fact that he broke the rookie reception record for the Steelers. So imagine this for a moment. If he was able to rush for 1,200 yards behind 
arguably the worst offensive line in Steelers history, what is he going to be able to do whenever there is a quality unit in front of him? And I know last year the team talked about improving the running game, but there has to be a concentrated effort on getting quality offensive linemen in Pittsburgh. So let's say that this offensive line is just slightly above average next year. You're jumping from horrible on the offensive line to slightly above average. What type of impact does that have on Najee Harris's output? Think about that. He rushed for 1,200 yards with Kendrick Green blocking for him at center. And oh yeah, Matt Canada did not utilize Harris properly. How many outside perimeter runs did he attempt instead of having him bang it up inside? I think it's easy and safe to assume Najee's going to have a bigger year next year. I think 1,500 yards, if he gets as many carries as he did this year, is easily within his reach. He could be the NFL rushing leader next year. That's not out of question. And with a year of experience under his belt, he's your offense. He's who you build around. Everybody should be excited about what Harris is going to bring to the table next season. Behind Harris, Benny Snell football, he had 96 yards this year on 30-some carries. He is what he is. He's a physical runner. He's just slow. He could pick up some yardage for you. Again, he ran behind a horrid offensive line. He'll probably stick around for another season. He's still under contract. He'll be the number two. But there's nothing to write home about there other than he's an average body. Maybe they find somebody uh, through undrafted rookie free agency that they bring into camp and competes. And they like him. They give him the helmet. I don't know, but logically thinking, safely thinking, Benny Snell returns next year. He's your number two. Kalen Balazs, very disappointed with Balazs. He had a nice preseason. I thought he would overtake Snell. That didn't happen. I doubt we see Balazs return next season. And then Anthony McFarlane Jr., I don't see it there. I understand what they're trying to do with him. They're looking for a third down back, somebody who has breakaway speed, who can pop off a three-yard little dump pass for a 70-plus yard run. That's not McFarlane. He's not a natural runner. I, I would argue he's not even a natural athlete. He's fast, but it's not football fast and it doesn't translate. And even with his old offensive coordinator from college, nothing could be manufactured. So I think McFarland will be given an opportunity to compete in through camp, but I would not be surprised whatsoever if he is cut prior to the start of the season. Because... I don't think he has it. He hasn't shown anything. And oh yeah, he's never available. And then finally, Derek Watt, I'll lump him into this position. He's getting, he's a four, over a $4 million 
cap hit and for what? One or two carries? Special teams? I don't want to pull the nepotism card here as to why he's on this team, but why is he on this team? Is his intangible addition through character and leadership that powerful? If you're going to have a fullback, use the fullback. I don't get it. So in terms of free agency and draft, if they can find somebody cheaper than what they have now that upgrades their position, again, a la a undrafted rookie free agent or somebody at the bottom of the veteran free agent trash heap, they'll make a move, but they're not going to actively pursue anything with any intensity. The one piece, and this is a complimentary piece I spoke about on Monday, that they need is a third down burner a la Darren Sproles that they were trying to do with Anthony McFarlane or they try to do with Dre Archer. They need a find they need to find a guy like that. So they'll be in pursuit of something like that. <coughs> Not saying that that's going to come through the draft. <clears throat> More than likely they'll scour like I said free agency, the undrafted rookie free agents. They're looking for somebody who fits that mold. They need that type of player. They need that type of contrast to Najee's style. So if anything with running back, that's the direction that they would go. Otherwise, Najee, man, you are the Pittsburgh Steelers offense next year. No pressure. No pressure. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 214, season two. My gratitude to you for being a listener. Thank you so much. Would love to connect with you. Comment on the articles. Drop me a line via email. Hit me up on Twitter. Check out the podcast over on Wexel's site, the Still City Insider podcast. And I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. I truly am grateful and appreciative that you're listening. And here's to just an awesome day for you. You know what? I'm sending you vibes right now. I want you to have something amazing and positive and uplifting is coming your way today. It's going to happen. I believe it. So you need to believe it too. All right, y'all. Yins. You all have a great Wednesday. I'll see you back here on Thursday on the study session. Peace.